1: The Word of God is filled with the most fascinating stories. What's even more incredible, they're all true because His Word is truth. As His children, we should be excited about His Word. Join us today as Pastor Rander continues to encourage us to celebrate the Word. He'll be teaching from Psalms 119, verse 162. You're too busy. Too busy. Too busy. Crowds. You like crowds. Crowds. Got to be with a hangout. If it's not big, something's wrong. Big is not necessarily better. The Bible says in Psalms 46:10, be still and know that I am God. You know, folks come to church and can't be still. You know, now I'm not talking about you who have physical ailments or you who have little children. You have to, if they start crying, please take them out and get them settled down and bring them back in. Amen. So we're not talking about you with little ones and you who have physical conditions and, and such things. if you know you got to leave early, don't sit way up on the front walking back out here tipping your hand up like that. What you doing? And what that means, excuse me? You know, if you know you got to leave a little early, go sit in the back. You can hear God back there too. Amen? Won't y'all say amen? You need to teach your children how to sit down. Do their business before they get in here and you teach them how to be still. And that's what's wrong in school. They can't be still. They be still. Teach your children how to be still. You can't learn nothing move. You know what? Kids can't be still. Parents can't be still. You don't not be lollygagging out in the aisle, whispering and talking and fraternizing with one another. You don't come here just to meet, meet your, your buddies. Now, that's a good thing, but that's third dairy. It ain't even secondary. <laughs> that's third dairy. <laughs> You come here to meet with God. Some of y'all come here to meet with each other. You just talk and you whisper and you pass little notes and you do all that little stuff. And y'all just had good fellowship. You know about all that you said. Don't know nothing what God said. Not a thing what God said. Whispering to each other. You got to be yourself still. You're not that important. You ought to be disturbed. When you got to move. You move only when it's absolutely necessary. Be still. Be still. Oh, God gave me something else. I didn't write it down. So I got to remind me of this point too. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Some of y'all can't hear God because you're so busy trying to promote your products. You don't come here to network your business. You say, do, I, do you have a business? Whatever it is, I'm not going to call it a name because you think I'm talking about you. So I'm not going to call the name of no businesses. Okay? Now, if you want to do that outside, at your, oh, your, off the grounds, at your house, we have no control what you do at your house, at somebody else's house, down the street, or the H-E-B parking lot. But you don't come in here to exchange cards. What we ought to be doing is exchanging Bible verses. Am I speaking the truth? Say amen. 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 Now don't say, Pastor Ray said, I can't have no business. Pastor David said, I can't talk to nobody about I didn't say that. There's a place and a time for everything. That's what I'm saying. These are holy grounds about a dollar here. That's why you don't owe me nothing. And I don't owe you a thing. I don't, I, I've been passing this church for 20 years. What have I sold you? You're not going to get mad at me because my product went bad. <laughs> now I don't mind you getting mad at me because you got upset about what I said in here. Then I don't care. Won't y'all say amen, amen. on the truth? You, you got to hear God. Oh, here's another product, another place to say, man, I could get on big time if I wanted to do some kind of pyramid stuff. Man, I'd be wealthy. But then Jesus, I stand before the Lord, he said, you already got your reward. I am not a hireling and I'm not going to fleece you. I am your shepherd. And we need to keep the main thing the main thing. i tell you something else too. You don't come in here to promote your political buttons. This is Jesus' house. Jesus said, my house shall be called the house of prayer. Don't defile it. I know I'm telling the truth. My hope is built on nothing less but Jesus' blood and righteousness. On Christ the solid rock right I stand. Oh, oh, on the ground is <laughs> seeking sand. Church, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Only the truth, only the Holy Ghost, true, go set your captive soul free. Why don't you say amen? I can't close right there, I got some more. That was a good exit. That was a good exit, but I gotta go on past it. That point is not even in here, I gotta put it in. Well! Number five. Apart from hearing the voice of God, you'll never live up to to your God-given potential. Apart from hearing God, you'll never live up to God's expectation for you. You won't. You'll never be what God called you to be unless you learn to hear God. God has an exciting plan for your life and you'll not see it coming to fruition apart from hearing the voice of God. Next point is this. I know my numbering system is off now. It's all right. The Holy Ghost can knock off anything he wants. So the next number is not hearing the voice of God leaves one soul spiritually impoverished with a life that is dry, unfruitful and in spiritual regression not hearing the voice of God leaves one soul spiritually impoverished with a life that is dry unfruitful and you are in spiritual regression I mean you just as dry I mean you, your life is in a setback mode and you are unproductive and unfruitful Because of the deficiency of the word of God being heard in your life. Next I'd like to say this. The worst thing you can do is to harden your hearts to the voice of God. Worst thing you can do is to harden your heart to the voice of God. Hebrews chapter 3 verses 7 through 8 says. Therefore as the Holy Spirit says. Today if you will hear his voice. Do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness. Don't harden your uh, Hebrews 10:31 says it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. It's a fearful thing for God to be so upset at you that you fall into his hands of judgment because you have become so hardened. To the voice of God. Let me tell you something. It's a big thought, but yet so simple. The sweetest thing in all of life that you can hear is the voice of God. Now, all of that was reviewed, except that add-in point by the Holy Ghost. Now, let me see. Can I do a point or two new insights? I'm glad I went over it again because the truth is worth repeating. Why celebrate the word? This is all new insights now. Why celebrate the word? Number one, we celebrate the Bible and we celebrate the word is because the Bible is from God and is the only book God ever wrote. It's from God. Why would God write two Bibles or three? Now, somebody got to be wrong. Got to be some counterfeit. And anytime God produced his original there are always some false copies. Mormon Bible, false copy. That's right, that's right. Quran, false copy. Jehovah Witness, false copy. And every other thing you can call that I can't call right now. Only the Holy Bible is the Bible. I come here with one book. The only reason I got two up here now is because this is in another language to the people in a distant land they got the word of God for the first time in their language. That's the only reason you see this book here, to show you what God has done in a faraway place. But apart from this message and this new Bible just being given to the people, this is the only book you see me come up. All my preaching, I come up here with one book. And my way, And I know they got it in computers, and I know you can just click over to it and all that and software it up. But let me tell you something, it's nothing like getting that book And open it, but what you do when the battery goes down? (laughs) Jesus said, blink. (laughs) (laughs) Bring your Bible. Turn the pages and learn how to use it. How you gonna learn the books of the Bible if you just popping it up on the screen? You don't have to think. That's why you don't know addresses and phone numbers right now. Some of you don't even know your mama's phone number because you gotta speed dial it. (laughs) speed dialing scriptures. Know the Bible for yourself and turn those pages. And if you don't bring your Bible to church, you're not bringing it anywhere else. Why don't you say amen? Amen. It's the only book God ever wrote. What scripture you got on that? Oh, I have a bigger. And I can't go any further than this one. It's it's just too loaded. I thought I was going to get to three points under this new information. If I can get past this one, that's all I can do. The Bible is the only book God ever wrote. 2 Timothy 3.16 this is from the New King James Translation, uh, but 2 Timothy 3.16. Now, I'm going to kind of pick it to pieces. And you're going to see it up there because I did some extensive work so that you can grasp all. Now, don't tell me you don't know what all means. You already, I don't understand the Bible. What does all mean? All, everything. All, all, all what? Scripture. What is the scripture? The Bible, the Old Testament, the New Testament, from Genesis to Revelation. Don't come in here with a half Bible. Amen. Come, on, I just got the New Testament and the palms in the back. Psalms, it's not palms, but the, but that's why I know a person is fresh in the Lord. I love new Christians because that's what they would say. I said, Oh, I love that person. <laughs> new testament of the palms in the back. <laughs> Bring a whole Bible. Don't come in here with a piece of Bible. As raggedy as some of you lives are, you need a whole book. <laughs> Old Testament. It's a New Testament. Conceal. New Testament is the Old Testament. Reveal. All of the Bible. Old and New Testament is given by inspiration. Say inspiration. Inspiration. That means breathe out by God or God breathe. It means breathe out by God or God breathe from the very breath of God. All is God inspired. All is of God. All is God produced. Every book, every phrase, cover to cover and the space in between. You can't count. Care- the pages you don't like because then you putting yourself in the place of God God is inspired given inspired of God and is profitable say profitable profitable that means this book is beneficial beneficial is useful some of y'all play gambling lottery that ain't useful you sitting up watching Judge Judy and Oprah, that's not you. Dancing, dancing with the stars? You can dance your way on the hell. That's not useful. <laughs> the Bible is beneficial, it's useful, it's productive. Say productive it bears fruit and, and without this Bible your life is unfruitful and unproductive that's why some of you when, when, when you die and you roll up here I'm going to have to just stay with the scripture I can't say nothing experientially and kingdomly about your life all I can say is she joined or he joined they got baptized and they warmed the seat other than that I got to go to John 3 16 lest I be lying Now, I'm not going to allow you. Somebody, else, somebody, get up there in line. I, I said, open that casket and let me see who that is. <laughs> that can't be that person. <laughs> oh, God, help me preach this. Is my, this is a series. Now, I ain't through. I got a long ways to go. Listen profitable, beneficial, useful, productive, valuable. You know what the word of God does? It brings value to your life. Man, when you let it be implemented and you internalize it, you bring value to the kingdom. You bring value to the church. You bring value to the children. You bring value to those senior members. You bring value value to me. You're not a burden to me. You're a blessing to me. Your words bring value. Your lifestyle bring value. You're a valuable uh, soul because of being rich in a God-inspired word. Your life is profitable to, for the kingdom. Uh, pre, pre, uh, valuable. Val- I love that. And then look, uh, all scriptures given by inspiration of God is profitable for doctrine. Doctrine means Teaching. That's what I'm doing now. I'm teaching. This is a Bible teaching church. I'm not going to be running all up down this aisle and bouncing all standing all the these seats and rolling all over the floor trying to impress you. Because if I got to do all that, what you going to get next Sunday? i got to do one better to take you to that next level. Next, next time I'm bouncing on my head trying to get some new excitement out of you. I'm too old to be bouncing. I'm glad I'm teaching, because that means I ain't got to be screaming and jumping all between stuff. I can be 90 still saying Jesus. Y'all might have to help me up here, but I can still say Jesus. Amen. Anybody know about Jesus? I'm 90 years old, but I want to let you know Jesus lives. That's enough. I don't have to add nothing to it, and I don't have to take nothing from it. teaching some folk not, that's why some folk leave church, uh, they go and join these cults but they haven't been taught you, you see how many folk like teaching, see how many stay for Sunday school Yeah, look how quiet it's getting out because you already got your exit out <laughs> uh, you know, they like teaching see, see how many go show up for Bible study when it's scheduled the next time, you find out who like teaching you see Teaching, teaching. And let me tell you something. The worst thing to pastor is a group of untaught folk who are emotional. When you got some emotional devils, you got your hands full. They just shout and then they crazy. (laughs) Teach. And you know what's about teaching is powerful. Bad teaching is powerful and good teaching is powerful. It is hard to unteach and reteach. That's hard. I'd rather have somebody come in here forty years old, never heard about the Bible or Jesus, because I know they're fresh. Right. That somebody come in here, been in church thirty years, they gonna come in here and all of a sudden tomorrow they are gonna tell you how it ought to go. <laughs> to unteach folk because they've been indoctrinated wrongly. Hmm. Y'all, y'all hanging with me? I tell you I can't get no further than this verse. It's doctrine, teaching, for reproof. That, you know what the Word of God does? It rebukes. It reprimands. That's what some of y'all don't like to pick it up. Man, when you get to where how many of y'all pick the Bible up and you start reading it and it slapped you all upside your head? You've been slapped upside the head and you're all like, ouch, Who? Oh God, help me. You keep on reading it, keep on taking it because God want to slap all that hell out of you. That's right. He want to knock, he just knock it out. That's what he wants to do. That's what he want to do. Reprove. I get reproved so much. And let me tell you something. Listen, if you let the word chasten you, reprimand you, Rebuke you, then God does not have to humiliate you before people. If you judge yourself, God don't have to judge you. Search me, oh God. See, you ought to be some self-soul searching. Stop pointing forward and talking about who who's she and him and talking about. Folk. Listen, you got all them fingers coming back in your face. It says reproof, rebuke, reprimand. I like this for correction. Say correction. You know what the Word of God does? It makes alterations. I'm going to get happy on this. Y'all don't mind me going. I, I, gotta, I, I know y'all got Sunday school, but we're in Sunday school right now. We're going to get there. But, uh, oh, God. Besides, James had to speak anyway. It ain't my fault. <laughs> and Fred and all these other folks. <laughs> so come, come on. Buy me a little time now. Alterations. You take a wedding dress, a, a, a dress, or pants that are too long when you buy them, and you take them to get them what altered, and they you get a little slip and sign and whatever. Sometimes you pay down, and now you go pick it up and you try it on, and there has been no alterations made. How do you feel? You say you man. Waste of time. You didn't do nothing to this. I'm going to take my business somewhere else. Amen. Or you go and get them altered. So, and your pants, instead of coming down, they brought them up to the knees. <laughs> but all oh, the word of God makes alterations. And you know what it does? It doesn't cut you too short. He, he, he cuts, the word cuts you to your fitting. <laughs> Y'all understand what I'm talking about? And he knows how to stitch you and suit you for productivity to the glory of God. So, 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 so the word of God makes alterations. You know what alterations are? Changes. That's what Changes that's what the word of God does and when you see somebody in the church 40 years still the same way still got their mouth out ain't I owe the batter it's because the word of God has been forbidden to make alterations and changes the word of God does it makes adjustments corrections you correct something you're making adjustments and what the word of God does it adjusts your life to this book so that you can live a life pleasing. Because if your life is not adjusted to this book, your life is out of order. Are y'all hanging with me? Out of order. So, so alteration, changes, adjustments. And look here. I love this last one. The act of bringing back from error to a just standard. That's a correction there. What a correction. Now some of y'all don't like corrections, you know. The older you get, and longer you're in church, you think you got it all. When less time somebody corrected you? Nobody can tell you nothing. Folks scared of how you gonna react. When last time you said thanks? I needed that. Huh? Don't think too long. You'll be out of church. <laughs> you 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 see? So so the act of bringing back from error to a just standard. And even when you get saved, sometimes we make sinful errors, and the Word of God corrects and bring it back to right and just standard to the glory of God. Look for instruction. Say instruction. You know what that is? That's imparting knowledge to others. That's what I'm doing to you now. Imparting knowledge to others through teaching, explanation, and interpretation. That's instruction. I'm imparting knowledge. The word of God imparts knowledge. It instructs. What I'm doing is explaining. I'm interpreting. That's what we're doing. So that you can grow in the knowledge of God. Then look. In righteousness. Say in righteousness. This is the conformity of the heart and life to the divine law of God. It is the conformity of the heart and life to the divine law of God. That's righteousness. That's why I preach so hard because I want to be righteous. You want to be righteous. And the word of God conforms you to the divine standard of God. Doesn't let you stay the same. God doesn't expect you to be the same. And God expects more out of you at this season of your life than you've been given. and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683.